Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, if I'd known I was starting the show today, I would have sat in Tom's chair instead of in the guest chair. You may recognize the voice as that of the wife. I'm just visiting today, and uh, Doug and I were talking, and then all of a sudden the show started. So, Tom, come on in. Uh, Tom and I were going to talk about muffaladas because we've had a couple of muffaladas lately, and they're they're different. And the muffaladas, uh, muffalada is such a unique regional specialty, and so wonderful. I mean, isn't it a wonderful sandwich? Our son used to live with a couple of guys in L.A. One was from Boston, and. Uh, Somehow or another, I think I must have brought a muffalata to Jude one trip out there. And every time I saw him after that, he asked about that sandwich. So when Jude, he was in the wedding when Jude got married and he came down here and the first thing that he wanted to do was have that sandwich. That sandwich is really special, I have to say. Uh, but we, I, I, for some reason, and I just don't know why, I just have uh, had a couple of muffaladas this week. The first one that I had was at New Orleans Food and Spirits. And the second one I had was two days later at Spitali's Deli. And then today, Tom and I were walking down the street and passed... Um, St. James Cheese Company, and there were people sitting outside with a muffalata that was clearly made on ciabatta bread. If Tom was here, he'd say, God bless you. But he's not here, and I'm really kind of curious as to where he is. Anyway, this is Marianne Fitzmorris, and you can give me a call at uh, 504-260-6368 if you would like to talk about muffaladas. Now, the central grocery is recognized wild, widely as the definitive muffalata. But there are a lot of good muffaladas out there that I've had, and a lot of good muffaladas actually that I've made. Me personally, I'm not really a fan of the regular size muffalata. I prefer the mini muffaladas, and I'm kind of curious to see if anyone else feels that way, but I absolutely love mini muffaladas. And whenever I see them at a party, I don't care what else is on the table. I'm going to have several of those. And honestly, the mini muffaladas at the store are pretty good. Rouse's does a great little mini muffalata. And um, Robert's is another favorite muffalata. I mean, I've had some at Winn-Dixie that were okay, but the, the Rouse's one and the um, and the one at Robert's, those are kind of really good ones. But um, these muffaladas that I had, I love New Orleans food and spirits. And as a matter of fact, it's sort of a, a go-to for us on the North Shore on Mondays. And usually I get a salad with grilled shrimp. We get 
grilled oysters, but for some reason we decided to bust out of that this last time and got a muffalata and we split it. And I, I think that a muffalata is so specific that if it's not exactly what you're expecting it to be, it's kind of like a choir where someone is singing off key or a symphony where someone's playing the wrong note in the wrong key. It's like it's all there and you recognize it, but it's just not quite right. And I find that sometimes people try to, some restaurants will try to, quote, improve on the muffalata by maybe not using the standard chassisi ham. They'll use like a black forest ham or something. And you take a bite out of it and you go, no, because it's just not what you're expecting. The same thing is true. Hello, dear. Hello, <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Have a seat. The show is on. Is it? Yes. How no about kidding. that? Yes. How did that happen? Yeah, because uh, it hit three o'clock. Yeah. And at five after three, the music started playing, and voila, the show was on. Here I am. Yeah, so come on Sounds in. Sounds so familiar. Sounds familiar. Just come on in. <laughs> I better get my, get my little microphone jobs over here. Yeah, or, you know, you <clears throat> can sit down and put your headset on and, you know, just get a, yeah. get to talking. But uh, I'm already going with that, and I'm uh, I'm talking about muffaladas like we oh. talked about. So, um I was planning on just sort of sitting here and jumping in every oh, now and you, then. But here, come on. Come well, on you know, in. the more the merrier. <laughs> come on in. Anyway, so the Black Forest ham is something that jumps out at me. Or if it's not exactly the right Genoa salami that I'm used to, that also jumps out. So as much as I love New Orleans food and spirits, and I do love New Orleans food and spirits, there was something, you know, there's a, a movie, uh, a uh, Hugh Grant movie, um, Two Weeks Notice, and I love the movie. And there was a conversation with mm -hmm. um, Hugh Grant and uh, Sandra Bullock about this cheesecake. And he said, you know, there's something amuck about that cheesecake, and it was made with tofu. And so whenever I have, like, a, an errant flavor in a muffalata, I think, you know, there's something amuck about this mm. muffalata. And that's what it was. It was like a different kind of salami, maybe, in the one at New Orleans Food and Spirits. And there was clearly a different kind of ham at the one at Spitali's Deli. But... A lot has to do with the muffalata bread, too, which... Boy, that's the biggest can, thing of all. I don't know. It, you can tell there's a certain kind of muffalata bread that is kind of dry, but I think might be the standard. Is that the United? Is that the United Bakery? Well, it used to be the United Bakery, uh, but at the time of Hurricane Katrina, the bakery, which was on uh, uh, St. Bernard uh, Street... Mm -hmm. uh, it was wiped out totally. They had no insurance at all. The family lost the whole thing, and they've never come back. And no, I nothing... think they are back somewhere, aren't well, they? Well, yeah, they're doing are... it for them. <clears throat> Jindusa? Yeah, there are some, uh, probably so. I, I don't know. They probably are doing it under their own name. But uh, there are a lot of uh, different ways you could go uh, with that. There are quite a few bakers that are doing it. It's just that nobody was exactly like the United Bakery, which, which was really, really great. It's kind of dry, though, but it's got like a special kind of, 
I don't know. It's just, it's like what you expect a muffalata bread to be. Would you like to hear what I think is the best of them all? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no I had please, a feeling that please. I was just walking right into that one. <laughs> please. There, um, it is at uh, uh, the the place I'm always talking about for their roast beef poor boys of all things. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, DiMartino's. No kidding. They make their own bread, I think. I'm not positive, but it's it's kind of tapered at both ends, so it looks like an old-time French bread. Yeah. And it's about this wide. Can everyone see uh-huh. this? It's yes. this wide. Can yes. You see, if you can't see it, here, tell me. You, over there. You see it? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you go over there and you get a roast beef poor boy from them. And the bread is, from the second it lands in front of you, you say, well, this is really different. And, and they I know are, you love it. You always talk about it. It really is yeah. good. And it's, it has a totally different texture. It ro- goes real well with roast beef poor boy, even though it's really they devised for the needs of a, a muffaletta because DiMartino is, is a muffaletta shop mostly. And you and you. Well, I mean, obviously, they love their muff. They're, they're known mm-hmm. for their muffalettas, But you the, those are really good. Like that's the standard so. kind of ham and all that. Because I don't think I've ever had one of theirs. Well, um, one of these days it'll happen for you, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, there it will be, and uh, and uh, life will be wonderful you know for everybody when involved. When I was doing those, uh, you know, after Katrina, when mm-hmm. I started feeding the guys that came down here to work. You, you know, fed prep. these guys? Do you remember when, when the Georgetown Prep guys came in? Oh, oh summer, those guys, yeah. I would yeah. feed them, mm-hmm. and I, I, got, I got the long... Um, braided, seeded bread from that bakery that used to be, okay, they're still doing bread, and it's wholesale bread. Mm-hmm. You know where the futon place is by Legacy Kitchen on Veterans? The futon place. Mm. They were an advertiser of Aj for a while, and they just closed, and I think he moved to, like, North Carolina. Which is, this or wouldn't have been this wouldn't have been an outfit that sold futons, did it? <laughs> they were right next door to the futon place. Do you remember that? I remember it and, well and because they, have, I, they sold me a futon. Well, not the bakery people, but anyway, who was no. that? There's a there's a there's a bakery that is wholesale, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. And they're still in business. And the brother, no, 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 the brother had. The bakery right there. Anybody know the name of the bakery? Help me out here. It's right across the side street. It's right across East or West William David in Metairie from the Legacy Kitchen. And it's right next to the futon place. And they were there for a long time. And they did the crawfish bread. And they did this really great braided Italian bread. They're Italian is what it was. And uh, I, I would go and buy that bread instead of a regular muffalata bread. I would go and buy that bread, and I'd slice it lengthwise, and then I would put all the muffalata fixins on and then slice it uh, crosswise. And, you know, you would have sort of a, an inch and a half but very high muffalata sandwich. And I did that for years and years for the guys. Did you melt the cheese? I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's the wrong thing to do in your mind. But I have to say, you know, you have kind of brought me over to your side on that. I have? Yeah. I mean, if I'm presented with with a muffalata that's been I'll have heated, to put some more effort into this. 
if I am presented with a muffalata that's been heated, I'm mm-hmm. perfectly happy with that. But if I am presented with a muffalata that has not been heated, I'm I'm not as happy with that, but I'm perfectly satisfied with that. So mm-hmm. I'd say I've moved a little bit in that direction. Oh well, things could be worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. the, uh, I, but I like I like olives in any iteration. They can be hot or cold. Why not? I mean, preferably, I mean, preferably cold. Yeah, I I, I like uh, olives with a martini more than anything else, and I can only drink one of those at a time. So, yes. but then who cares? And I right. get your yeah. olives usually, and that works you out do? really well. Oh, yes, you always hmm. give me your olives. You remember when Carmelo made that um, fish with was garlic and olive oil and parsley and olives. I vaguely do. And I do. forget yeah. the name of what it what the dish. I think it might have been like a Siciliana or something, but it was a it was a grilled fish with that kind of Mediterranean olive oil sauce and it was pretty scrumptious. Mm. I kind of miss them sometimes. That was a good, good restaurant, and yeah. it was very, very different from all the other uh, Italian restaurants in that time. Yeah, everyone probably mm. has a Carmelo story because they were over on the South Shore for a long time, and then moved to the North Shore for just a couple of years. But he goes back a long. He does. Long, long he was a very day. nice guy. He had, he had uh, put in many years for various restaurants. Uh, mostly in the French Quarter. And yeah, then he, he also had the, the pizza place. The pizza place. That's what his claim to fame was. Cause, yeah, Dante's Pizza. Because nobody was making anything even remotely like a New York pizza in New Orleans at yeah. all. It was you know, all kinds of other things. Just every every way other than the right way was the way it was going. Did you have to go to the Slidell location, or were they open any place else? No, they were in the um, in, in the mall. Yes, in the mall. Well, was the, that the only place they were open? Uh, I think they were also in the French Quarter, if I remember correctly. Dante's, really? Dante's, Dante's the was pizza place. Dante's actually changed its name through all of this, so that would confuse everything. But uh, they, they, de- they were in the Lakeside Mall. Was it the no, Lakeside? No, it was a Slidell. No, the one I'm thinking of, there was that big. There was one in Lakeside. There no, was no. one in Lakeside at one time. There might have been, but the one yes. I'm thinking about, it was uh, 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 that huge mall that used to be. Uh, in New Orleans East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's called North Shore Mall or something. North, North Shore. Yeah, I think it was the North Shore Mall. See, but this is uh, we, we have a. They uh, closed. Yeah, they did. Well, uh, everything, he, the whole thing was leveled to the ground. Is the reason for that? Is that right? <clears throat> I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just kind of empty now. Well, you know, if if uh, if uh, if anybody is here who was going to that old one. <clears throat> We'd like to. We'd like kind of to know about it. You know, you know, Stu uh, Barish. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was good friends with those people when they were running their pizza place out mm-hmm. in New Orleans East. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he's listening. Maybe he'll call. Yeah, you I never think know. They, I think they might have had one at Lakeside at one time, but I remember that it was the first time I ever tried a Stromboli, which was the, uh-huh. che- the sausage roll with the cheese in it, which was just crazy. That good. was good. Yeah, they really but loved I that. Whatever happened. Hey guys, if you're out there, give us a call. The Carmelo people, because uh, the Carmelo should, people. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe they moved back to Italy or something. Mm. But well, but it was good. This was a sad story. It was good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Guess who is on microphone number two? The wife. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's what I call myself, the uh, wife. Uh-huh. 
We will return with more of the food show in a moment, but first, please, this. You know, it's uh, it's a wonderful thing to have friends you can count on and that you you like and they like you. Uh, and we've got a guy who has been calling into our radio show and some other radio shows, too, uh, for, oh, Lordy, what, 30 years, 34, maybe 40 years? Stu Barish. Is that really I you, Stu? Uh, Stu? Who else would it be? <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we got that worked out. We were sitting here talking about the uh, the old um, pizza place that used to be in the mall in New Orleans East. And I recall that you were a regular there. And uh, what you liked about it is that it was actually a, uh, a passable New York pizza. True or it, well, yes. it, it Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He it was. Uh, I think the Lake Forest Mall is what it was called. The yeah. Lake Forest. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Are you Back from New then, York, Stu? Are you from New York? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So you know a New York pizza. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And I used to, uh, call, you know, people advertise New York style pizza. If they say New York style pizza, I ignore it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's like a New York style deli. I ignore that because yeah, that's not sure, a true New York deli. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. he made a New York pizza. But the thing I loved, and he was the only one, excuse me for being on my Bluetooth because I'm going through school zones and I don't <laughs> want to get a uh, ticket. I think you go past two miles an hour now. So, Yeah. Uh, is, is the mayor's not on the phone, is she? No, but she's listening, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, um, he used to make a sausage roll. Yes, I uh, love that. Oh. I went crazy he over those. He called it a stromboli, didn't he? Was that what he called it? A no, stromboli was, was something different. Oh. That's right. He called it a sausage roll. Oh, okay. It was yeah. a, an Italian sausage cut in half, uh, uh, green peppers, onions, and cheese wrapped in pizza dough. It was spectacular. It was spectacular. Uh, do you uh, do you think of any um, any places locally that are acceptable New York-style pizzas? Because two come to mind for me, but I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Okay. The number one New York pizza right now. Wow. This is great. I'm glad I I showed up today. (laughs) Me too, I have to say. Go ahead. What? Pizza Delicious. Okay. All right. Pizza Delicious. For sure, but what's the other one? The other one? Well, Okay. Um, Is it Brooklyn Pizza? Because to me, those are very similar. No, they're really not. Brooklyn Pizza is very good. It's, close, it's closest to my house uh, where I live. Uh, I think it I was very really good, good a long time ago and less so now. Is that what you would say? I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was now, really you, great when it opened. I'll give you another one that I've been very pleased with. Again, not close to Pizza Delicious, but very acceptable, and that's Mark Twain Pizza. Really? Uh, because I don't think of that as a true New York pizza. It's a New York style pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Not again. Pizza Delicious is a New York pizza. Pizza uh, uh, Mark Twain is a New York style pizza. Now everybody uh, is is telling me that um, Mid City Pizza is wonderful, and I've never been there. Where's that? Mid City Pizza. Uh, I don't. There's one, I think, is one's on Banks and one's on uh, Carrollton. They've got two locations. 
Okay. What's the mm-hmm. one? Oh, that's Midway Pizza. Okay, on Ferret. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's... Okay, which is totally different. I mean, that's like a Chicago-style pizza, but they have some other good stuff there. I haven't been there in years, though. I don't know. Pizza yeah, Delicious yeah. is... is <laughs> you know what I think of Pizza Delicious? I think it's delicious, first of all. Um, but I find it... It's... It might taste like a New York pizza, but when you go into a New York pizzeria, there is nothing cool or hipstery about it. It's just pizza. You know what I mean? It's just pizza and a drink. Yeah, yeah. And and Pizza Delicious is hipstery and cool and I just it's like it does not have the vibe of a New York pizza okay so Marianne here's what you do order a pizza <laughs> and get take it, it to home. go <laughs> exactly yeah that's exactly. you gotta be no, I mean it's, it's like I don't I don't like I like cool and hip places uh, certainly as much or more than the next guy it's just like when I think of a New York pizzeria like to me Brooklyn pizza has more of the New York pizzeria vibe to it. Mm. That, that's that's true. Now, uh, the two guys that own uh, Pizza Delicious are Tulane grads from New York, mm-hmm. and my understanding is it took them about a year after they uh, graduated to uh, finally get down the rest the recipe down that they wanted, and they opened it. When I went there six months after, I'm the, the, the Tom Fitzmaurice rule that he's broken several times. <laughs> yeah, but what, a, what an idiot. He all the time because that... I make him go. I we know, broke it today, Stu. <laughs> so, so I went in there, and it was a Saturday morning, and I ordered a large pie. And his, eye, his, his eyebrow went up. He says, okay, what would you like on it? I said, uh, just cheese. He goes, where are you from? <laughs> from New York. He says, I thought so. Uh-huh. So when you go to New York, what is your favorite pizzeria to get the pie? You know, Marianne, it's been so long since I've been there, I can't tell you. Oh, really? It used to be years ago. It used to be Ray's. Yeah, I love Ray's. Ray's on yeah. every corner. Right, yeah. yes. Um, so, so, again, I, I couldn't tell you right now, but except for Pizza Delicious, almost any pizza place that you go to in New York will be better than any other pizza place here in New Orleans, except for Pizza Delicious, in my humble opinion. And I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, you know, it's the same story uh, as why if you were to go to Chicago or Milwaukee or uh, New York City or Boston and look for crawfish etouffee, you will fail in your effort. Let's hope so. Yeah, I was about to say exactly <laughs> that, Stu. I was about to say exactly that. You know what? I want to put a call out there to anyone who goes to New York regularly. I have a friend who um, who works up there, actually, and she's up there once a month. So if you go to New York regularly, what is the pizza scene like, and how has it changed from the rolled-up sleeve with a cigarette, you know, rolled up in it um, to, to is, it, is it cool and hip? there too because that would just make me sad mm. Mm, well. one last thing one last thing about you mentioned dante's pizza which carmelo used to own yeah he sold it he sold it to one of his uh pizza cooks and from that point on it, it was not what it used to be yeah. so yeah. Uh, was yeah. this the one on bourbon street Bur- uh, it was bourbon and i think conti if i'm not mistaken uh, well, well, he was yeah. really quite a perfectionist he do you was. know where he oh, is Stu, do you have any idea where they are 
Well, they're 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 on your side of the uh, the world. Oh, so they're still they're still over there. As far as I know, they are. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, he's got like you know, he's got like six you know yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah. And I and don't don't quote me on this. I might be wrong. I I, I pray I'm wrong. But I thought there's something happened to one of his daughters. Yes, let's not go yeah, into that. You don't you want are to know correct, about it. It's, and uh, let's move on from that. Yeah, I, I, okay. I was I was yes. at the last right. There was a there so. was a tragedy, and this okay. is why I wondered if maybe he had gone back to Italy. So, because I know yeah, that I, I, I know that that might not have been a bad idea for him. Yeah. So. Uh, but he he was one of the great ones, and, yeah. and uh, we all wish him well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Stu. Always say hey, uh, you're you're always welcome here, as you know. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. See ya. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, Mary Ann Fitzmorris is still here, <laughs> despite <laughs> the fact that I am me. also present. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we would love to oh, wait, uh, hear from right, you, you about are, yeah. Uh, yeah, hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, I have a, a quick little list here. That What's that? As I was, you know, creating all of the the things I thought would be fun to talk about today. Oh, okay. And I have a list here. Well, I'll of, prove them or not. Yeah, you know, I'm sure you will. I mean, <laughs> I, I've I, this this is a not the easiest thing in the world. There are seven items on this list. Okay. I'm going to give you. And uh, all of them are united in one way. Mm, All of them. A riddle. Yeah. Okay. And they are um, Kate Smith, Jack Parr, Orson Welles, and uh, I better just leave it at that. That, that That was four of them. One that Kate Smith. Oh, it didn't even uh, do that. Jack Parr and Orson Welles. It gets more boring. (laughs) (laughs) They're all singers. (laughs) Ah, but you're close. They're all from your favorite era, the 40s. You're you're very close there, Doug, uh, because the the only other thing you could have added to this is that this is their birthday. All all of them. Kate Smith, Jack Parr, and Orson Welles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kate Smith, uh, born in 1907. Jack Parr in 1918. And Orson Welles in 1915. Mm. <laughs> Sheesh, I thought it was interesting. So <laughs> Here we got somebody snoring over here in the corner. Uh. You're listening to the food show. Do you like hamburgers, dear? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say a few words about the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Oh, I thought Company. you were going to say, you know, it's National <clears throat> Hamburger Month. I read that on your website. Is it really? Yeah. You, well, I don't know. You're the one yeah. who wrote it. Is it true? Uh, I'll find out in a it's minute. It's on your website Let's today. see. Here it is. By the way, if you uh, are intrigued by this in any way, you can do a quick look of uh, everything we talk about on this show on our website, which is nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. And uh, we do indeed do a lot of the articles that we have in the, on the air uh, every day. And uh, there it is, just right in front of you. Uh, let's New Orleans see. Hamburger and Seafood. Yes, see I do like their burgers. You do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how to say this without making it sound like I'm taking credit for it because I'm not. But they, uh, some, about two years ago, they, I'll tell you the reason was, they were going to uh, run a few commercials uh, for, uh, for their product because they thought it was ready for anybody who was really into hamburgers to, to find, like, a new level. 
That's the kind of the way they were thinking and they were talking about. And uh, just talking with them, uh, we had a, a few meetings together, and uh, they asked me if it were me running the place, what would I change? And I said that I can tell you that in a minute, and it's not all that big a deal, but I would have hotter grills so you get a little crusty on the outside and still juicy in the middle. And I don't know whether they listened to that advice or not, but they, they did go through with that uh, idea of um, putting burgers together. And I think their burgers these days are a lot better than they were even like five, six years ago. It, it really has a great style to it. And I love these new French fries that they have. They look like little crescent moons. And they have uh, garlic butter sprinkled over those, and you can't stop eating them. Once you start, you, you are stuck with that. Anyway, those are just a couple of the reasons why you ought to take a look at the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company and find something that will, I think, uh, please you quite a bit. And yet... It's changed a lot. Changed a lot? It's changed a lot since I almost had a baby on the one in Veterans. Oh, you did? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yes, you don't remember that? I remember. Almost 27 years ago, because Mary I Lee remember. is going to be hmm. 27 uh -huh. a week from Friday. And I actually did uh, have, uh, I was just close to having a baby in the mm. dining room there. Ah, but what a good result that had. No, it was great. But I, uh, I, I, there's not too many people who can tell this story. So since I'm here, I'm going to tell it. But we... Um, that was really quite a day because really? I don't know how much you, you wouldn't expect that. <laughs> I don't know how much you remember <laughs> it, but I woke up in the morning at five thirty uh -huh. in the morning, and uh, I I had some uh, I had some contractions, and the baby was actually due uh, four days later, and so I went to the bathroom and I said to you because you had a very, very busy schedule, I knew. I said, what do you have today? And you said, just lunch with Peter Jenkins. And I whirled <laughs> around, opened the bathroom door, and I went, the Peter Jenkins? And you said, yes, Peter Jenkins, the Peter Jenkins. I said, the one that wrote Walk Across America? And he said, yes. So I... I didn't want to have a baby get in the way of lunch with Peter Jenkins. <laughs> so, so we went to the hospital, and when the contractions got to be four minutes apart, we sped to the hospital at like 7 in the morning. And then the contractions stopped at about 11, and then they decided to send me home. And I said, but I really think I'm having a baby and they said, well, no, not for another week. And I went, but you know that babies can be a little early, right? And they said, yeah, but we don't think this is a baby coming. And I said, oh, okay. So we go, we go about your business. And I was riding in the car with you like I am today. But we're and not then, in the car right now. That's the no, difference. Yes, yeah, true. And then uh, we did. You did go to lunch with Peter Jenkins, and I'm trying to think of where that. I think it might have been Bozos. I think it was at Bozos. No, yeah, yeah, that's exactly so where it was. So you went into lunch with Peter Jenkins, and Jude was sleeping in the car, and I went into contractions again while I was reading the newspaper, and Peter Jenkins came out to check on me. And I said, uh, I'm fine. But then the contraction started about 3.30. 
And then we went back to the hospital to be checked. And they said, you know, I just just don't think this is it. And I went, you know, I really kind of do think this is it. And, and since, um, since it's me, I think somebody ought to listen to me. And so we went home because I didn't present a baby right then. But we stopped at New Orleans Hamburger that <laughs> evening. I was wondering, where, what is New the Orleans? connection with no, all of this? we stopped at New Orleans Hamburger. <laughs> and I am literally breathing through contractions at New Orleans Hamburger every four minutes apart. Wow. wow. Okay? There ought to be a burger so, name for you. So, I think you're right. <laughs> so, then, so then we go home. And Tom is taking a nap, and I'm starting the contractions again, and we wound up speeding across the causeway at 11.30 at night, and I had the baby at 12.08 on May. Imagine that. So that's my, that's my New Orleans hamburger story. I wonder how many other people could ever say that they were breathing through contractions at a hamburger at New Orleans hamburger. One person I know of. Orson Welles. <laughs> this is well, the Food he, Show. He I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to have you join us on the program. Uh, all you need to do is call us at 260-6368. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. As simple as that. 260-6368. And if you call right now, you'll get right in. And we talk about absolutely everything having to do with even... Even at a distance from uh, from uh, uh, food, food is our our main uh, role uh, in the in the world here. Uh, but there's a you know a, a lot of other things that we could talk about, and uh, we'd love for you to, to do that no matter uh, no matter what it is. Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number, and. Uh, Let's see. There was something else here. Talk about I, our Orient Express trip. People keep oh, asking brother. about that. <laughs> I uh, every time and I I'm think about it, Orient I actually Expresso. I actually feel actual pain in mm. various parts of my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what'd you say, Doug? You just said something. No. Oh. I on the phone. Okay. Ah, David is here. David, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom, Marianne, how are you doing? Hey. Wonderful. Thanks for calling. Hey, I have a restaurant report, but it's a lot of them. A lot of um, restaurant reports? Yes. We because, got time. All right, fire away, and I'll tell you when to stop. My daughter got married a couple weeks ago, Palm yeah. Sunday weekend. Yeah. And um, Congratulations. So we just wined and dined, had a great time. Yeah. So I'll just start uh, Thursday. We went to Royal House for lunch with my brothers. Royal House? Great oysters. Wait a minute, wait, wait. Royal House. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, di- uh, diagonally across from uh, the Royal O. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. The, the oysters are the best thing, and the service was great. Um, That's our true. Rehearsal dinner was at Ralph's on the Park. What a what a beautiful restaurant that is. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was just. If anyone's thinking of having a, you know, we had forty people. You couldn't beat it. Yeah, for for any kind of small size, I mean, I don't think they're looking for 300 people. But if you have, you know, 40, uh, 65 people, they do a brilliant job with it. And in our family, we've actually had quite a few people who uh, had their wedding receptions over there. Uh, Yeah, I just, uh, I was blown away by how... how Was it hard getting back up again? 
that you know after being blown from a well never <laughs> never mind. yes it yeah. gets better yeah oh good well we could sure use well, it let's go different uh-huh. so the next day friday um my brothers are in town four of them plus me one was gone i know it's a big family but um we had lunch at Kushan, uh-huh right down from the museum because we all went to the the world war ii museum with my brothers-in-law and fabulous i mean the barbecue i had a soup I had some chicken livers on some uh, pieces of toast. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So just unbelievable. Um, dinner that night, Vincent's. Uh, some of us went Where? to Vincent's and some of us went to the galley. Wait, wait, what, what was the first one you said? Uh, yeah, I was wondering myself. In uh, in Metairie. In Metairie. And it was very good. Uh, I Actually, I mean, I didn't go there. I went to the, the galley, but... The oh. brothers-in-law went to Vincent's. We went Vincent's. to the galley. Okay, my I've, been, I've still been trying north. to figure it out. Okay, Vincent's, all right. They wanted to go and have seafood. So I said, well, let's go to the galley. And it was great. I didn't, we didn't have a bad meal all weekend. What, wait, what, what did you say you had over there? They went to Vincent's. Some of them went yeah. to Vincent's. You sound like you have a family like mine. We have a huge family, too. Vincent's yeah, and my, the other ones went my, to the galley. Hmm? My brothers-in-law... They went to Vincent's mm-hmm. ah. and, you know, in Metairie and just loved it. Asabuto, you name it. Everything was great. Some of them had the <laughs> corn and crab dish. That sounds like dish. my family, too. We send the in-laws to go do your own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my brothers, live, they're Yankees. They live up north. Uh-huh. So I took them to the galley. Uh-huh. And that was great. The soft-shell crab. They didn't have any crabs, but they had soft-shell and they had everything else. The crawfish was great. I have nothing good, bad to say about any one of these places. It was just well. If you can't wonderful. come to New Orleans and get a great meal, where can you go? Yeah. Well, you know, absolutely. That's the thing. You know, I'm from up north too, but I've lived here 24 years. So you call that living. Kind of know the lay of the land. Yeah. And then the 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 dads and the groomsmen had lunch at the Southern Yacht Club on Saturday. There you go. And. Well, you know, the food was great, but the scenery was oh, even yeah. better. You know, yeah. just looking out of the lake. I mean, come on. Yeah. You can't beat that. So it was wonderful and very appreciative. And then the rehearse- uh, the reception and the wedding was at Pops Fountain. Oh, yeah. At City Park. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the food was, and I'm not just blowing smoke. This it was so good. And Who catered it? Flow the city, did City Park cater it? I'm sorry? Did City yes, Park? Yes, they did. Yeah. Really? City huh. Park catered it. Huh. It was fantastic. Yeah, they right. have they have quite a catering operation wow. over there, and there's the, you can't beat the environment. That's a great-looking huh. space. It was a great day, too, wasn't it? Was it a great <laughs> it day? It was beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's great. We were worried about the weather uh-huh. because, you know, outdoor wedding. Yeah, right. And the venue's fantastic. Yeah, it, it is a venue. It's a great venue, yeah. No oh, rain. Nice. It rained later that night. Uh-huh. So... We were uh, blessed with what that. What kind of stuff did they serve? The, what the, what kind I'm of sorry? Stu- what kind of stuff did they serve? Well, they I'll tell you what. The oysters, it's like they came just out of a, um, a skillet. Uh-huh. They were hot. They were juicy. The shrimp, I can't describe it, but it was just really uh, – it was grilled shrimp and some fried shrimp, and then they had um, – 
every bit of food. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the dessert, but it was very good. Um, I, I, I was I was very amazed at the food. I, you know. Yeah, I'm amazed too. That's impressive, huh? And you know, because you think, you know, okay, it's not at a restaurant, but yeah. they did a very, very, very good job. I was very impressed. In case you're now, just joining us, we're still talking about the uh, in City Park. Uh, the uh, they, they, it's the two sisters of uh, no 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 that's, that's, what that's a different one. About Pop Fountain, which is oh over Pop's there by Fountain. Marconi. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a long way away. Yeah, yeah. But that's a great spot too. Well, I guess too. they're all from the same kitchen. I would imagine yeah. they're all from the same kitchen. I'm you would sure. think so. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't even inquire about it. But, and yeah. then the coup de gras was on coup de gras. Sunday. That's that's uh, that's four days before Mardi Gras, right? Coup de gras. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Well, you know, I remember this is uh, uh, French Mm. Quarter Fest. Yeah, right. Uh So, by the way, going back to the Royal House, we had to walk down Bourbon Street and take a ride on Royal. And it was the service was fantastic. We beat the crowd. And so that's something to say, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was the coup de grace? We got off the track oh, there. Well, okay. So we live in Metairie. And you call that living, I know. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I hope so, because we're renovating a house there. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, okay, good, good, good. Um, but uh, we've always liked the pepper mill. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I, my youngest daughter, we went to have lunch at the pepper mill. And it was just the greatest way to end the weekend. Yeah. And um, I had a fish, and my wife had, I think, a piece of beef. And it was just beautiful. Um now, you tell me, what city could you do that in? Uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. No, right. that's not it. Macville, North Dakota, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I give up. What is it? <laughs> no, we, 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 have a, we have to take a break is the reason. So what was the point? Thank po- you for calling. Wait a minute. What? Well, we don't want to know? Okay. Well, what do you want? The coup de gras? Yeah. Well, I... The coup de gras, I, I just said. I thought you said the coup de gras already. Yeah, but, anyway. you already did the coup oh, de gras. Oh, well, yeah. we're not looking for that. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, thank you very much for calling. It's uh, always entertaining. It's yes, the Food Show. Indeed. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And we will come back with more of our program in a moment. But first, please, this. We have uh, some friends of some <laughs> other friends. Actually, it's uh, one of the ladies that does all our production work over here, and she is uh, has some friends coming in from Chicago, and people in Her Chicago. Favorite city, other than this one, of course. Yeah, well, you know, it might be. It's uh, all that. Uh, I'm a Chicago guy myself. I didn't come from there, but I I like it. You have you have a Chicago mindset. You think so? Like I have an LA mindset. What is my what is the a Chicago mindset? What does what what know. would that be? <laughs> <laughs> I know what the LA mindset is. Uh-huh. I have no what, idea what the Chicago. What would mindset that be? Is. I mean, that would be a good one too. I I couldn't figure it out. So <laughs> you go there more than I do. What is it? We are to California. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very casual, um, just happy, great weather kind of mindset. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. I don't uh, know what the Chicago one is. I've only been there twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, they uh, they eat a lot of ribs. I know that. In Chicago. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I, I eat a lot of ribs here. Well, so. there you and go. I, you we see. We have a lot of barbecue now here. We do. We have a lot of great more barbecue. all the time. As a matter of fact, we have really great barbecue here. Are you trying to say something? Because I'll shut up if you are. But I was going to say something no, about no. ribs. Ba- uh, barbecue is getting better all the time. Yeah, I was talking about um, when we went to Austin. We went to Austin? 
<laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Many years ago, but oh. Mary Lee and I just recently came back from Austin. And uh, we, I stood in line at Franklin Barbecue for three hours. And it was this, you know, Franklin Barbecue in Austin is a thing. You know, you got to kind of do it. It's an Instagram kind of thing. And and so I thought it was going to be this just an, an amazing enlightenment. And it was just great barbecue. I mean, Central City Barbecue, I can get barbecue just as good. Mm. You, you look like antsy. Are you trying to do a spot antsy? or something? No, no. I just was <laughs> making sure that we didn't run over the uh, news. We That would be a... A yeah. problem. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, anyway, if it we comes do have up, great barbecue here. We do. Yeah, although there's a, the people uh, that are on the North Shore, there was a place called Sticks and Bones. Yeah. And now I think he must have sold it or something. That's been kind of an interesting place. That mm-hmm. You know, it used to be where Bosco's started. Speaking of Bosco's, that's a good muffalata. Oh, I think it's the best. There's so much meat on that muffalata that you could buy some bread and make other muffalata. Four, I mean, six. It's it's kind of obscene. But anyway, after they moved out of that location and moved into their new location, this location was taken over by a guy who made it a barbecue place, and it was called Sticks and Bones. And it was really quite good. And he knew nothing about barbecue, near as I could tell. His wife got transferred from Atlanta. And she worked, I think, as some medical executive. And so I guess to entertain himself, he did barbecue in that little spot in Mandeville. And I think he did pretty well with it. It was kind of an innovative kind of place. I mean, it was kind of like um, Crescent, what, not Crescent City, um, Central City Barbecue has a lot of unusual sides on the menu. Yeah, they just, so had they. A, they just had a, a, so a, they. a, a fundraiser uh, that showed off. Yeah, some I wanted to go to that yeah, and I forgot all was, about it. That was a big league. Yeah, but anyway, so they, but but now I see that it's changed. It's not, it's not sticks and bones. So if you live on the North Shore and you've been to the new place, or if you know anything about the new place, or if what you know place? what happened to Sticks and Bones, you know, mm. that uh, it's, it's it, I think it's still got the name Sticks in it, but it's not Sticks and Bones like it was. But it's the barbecue joint on 59, that little tiny place that mm-hmm. started off yeah. as Bosco's. Yeah. Uh, well, I know where you're talking about anyway. Yeah. Well, we I think we went there one time, you and I. Yeah. And then uh, and now it's changed. So I feel like we I feel like we need to go back. Well, uh, we probably will. Well, we have uh, brought an end to the first hour of our show, the food show here on 105.3 FM HD2. Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next over most of these same frequencies from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting Systems. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.